What's going on, peoples? <laughs> Back again with another episode with Beyond the Vows. Hey, guys. I'm Marcus, and this is my lovely wife. The flower, of course. Man, thank you guys for joining us tonight on this beautiful Sunday evening, right? Yeah, stuffy. Oh, yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure. So if you all, you know, follow us on Stunner Radio. We're also on Facebook instagram right man we're on uh iHeartRadio, any platform where you can get your, your your podcast your audio we on that thing so please like and subscribe and follow us please absolutely absolutely i learned out that we were even on google podcast i got google? that google podcast i thought that man, was I gotta check that super out dope sure. <clears throat> um so how you feeling bro well like you brought up like i'm a little scratchy i sound probably like Kermit the frog on here <laughs> Uh, man, we've been going through the last couple of weeks. Um, we have been resilient. Yes, you know we what I'm have. saying? Um, we, we have a lot of things we want to share. You know, we'll, we'll probably put that stuff on, on another platform we got going on. But, man, we've been going through it. Like, um, so basically, everybody had pretty much COVID over here. Yeah, um, COVID ran through everybody. The, almost the whole um, house. <laughs> and put us all on our butts, right? Yeah. So we've been quarantining. Uh, hibernating, uh, ISO, everybody from the baby. It was literally like me, Flower, everyone except baby, for like three of the kids. Our no, baby, yeah, three of the kids. Yeah, our, our baby was his normal months, and then we had our seven-year-old in the room with us. Then we had our, our mother-in-law. Um, she's doing fine. She's still going through her her symptoms. She had it. Enough, she's the one that has been more asymptomatic than anybody. It's, it's bananas. Yeah, so she's been quarantined in her room, and then we had our little ones that were pretty much roaming around the house. They really were. They were not uh, roaming around the house. No, they like, were literally roaming around y'all. the house. But everybody's all good. We went and got our test today. Everything's all negative. Right. Ironically, one of our children, uh, our teenager, she was negative the whole entire time. She's been hanging out with her grandma. They've been making fruit runs and out in the streets and stuff. Uh, masked up, though. But now she's got COVID. Right. She was the one that was like helping with the little ones, helping with dinner. They were not roaming around the house um, all along. So now she's in hibernation. Everybody else is free. Right. Except for our oldest. Our oldest, she's still waiting on her to to retest. And then Nana, my mom, to retest. But it has been bananas. I would say for me, it was definitely more... Well, first, let me say thank God that our symptoms were mild. We were, um, you know, it was just like a bad cold or sinus infection. Um, but I think I, Marcus may agree or disagree, but for me, it was so mental. The mental impact of it was it was bananas. For me, being a mom, stressing about the house, like, because one time I peeked out of the room, y'all, and I literally had a breakdown. Man, I was like, damn this house. We got to get ourselves together. I don't give a damn what it looks like right now. I'm trying to get healthy. I'm trying to get out of this room. Bro, we were in our room for 10 days. It was, like, consistently. Like, I did not leave the room um, at all. So it was like, we didn't see sunlight. We didn't go I outside I for to go lay on the 10 days. It, was, it, 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 it makes you reassess life. <laughs> and the person you with, you really got to be like, you really my person. Because, yeah. But it was some times, y'all, 
COVID will test your relationship. Like, not just the pandemic and stuff like that, just already, you know, being more at home. But being sick with somebody, it will test, it will test that relationship. Yeah, yeah, definitely will. So you definitely have to get along with them. You definitely have to like them because you're going to be in a confined space together, especially if y'all got it together at the same time. Right. Uh, y'all going to support each other because my wife was a hot mess when she gets sick. She looks cool now. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. But, bro, she was like, like a few days ago, bro. It was hilarious. So Thanks, Lisa. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're good. We're not trying to downplay anything with COVID because we know it's still affecting people people are having we, we still have a family member that's still going through covid you have issues breathing and probably being a respirator they had to put tubes in his lungs my wife had pneumonia a little bit with along with covid so she had respiratory issues uh, so we're not trying to downplay this thing we're not saying hey just go out here and be um careless because it's ironically how we got it um we have been fine this whole entire time doing covid nobody in my house has got COVID up until this point and ironically it was, We're not because, get too many details. it was because of us two right here right you know we we kind of let our guard down got around into a situation and lo and behold we got tested positive right, right. but that's a whole nother detail like i said we'll probably put that on, on, on we'll just YouTube do it yeah or, straight off like house. but yeah it was interesting but um, like I said, we're definitely grateful. We're, we don't want to downplay it at so all. So our last episode, when we had the two couples on there, we felt like oh my we were gosh, in the midst of no it. Clue. We were in the midst of it. So luckily, um, that show happened because we were on the verge of not having that show because we were in the midst of really being in the midst of the symptoms. And the symptoms were like, <laughs> like yeah, giving it, it to us. it was like every day. It's like COVID has a uh, it has a mind of its own because every day it's like you wake up you might wake up feeling actually like okay this 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 feels like me but then as soon as you get out of the bed and start moving around it's yeah. like no no player a whole nother set of symptoms hit you and put you back down on your butt but. Like I said, this ain't a COVID show. This ain't no doctor show. This is relationship love, man. So like I said, when you're in the midst of the fire, whether it's COVID or your personal lives or what you got going through, right? you got to be with that somebody that's going to support you, hold you down. And really when you have those moments, when you are individually going through something, mm-hmm. you really find out who's your ride to die. And yeah. I mean your spouse, are they riding or dying with you? Are they getting in the trenches with you? Or are they just gonna leave you out there on the battlefield by yourself, bleed? And that's real, right there. That's are they gonna real. come out there? They gonna have your back? Are they gonna make sure that you good? That you safe? You sound? That you not out here just in these streets looking like a fool? Looking bad in the streets. So yeah, I, I definitely got me a ride or die. You know what I'm saying? She she that held me right? down, sure. and like I definitely had to hold her down because, like I said, she's a hot mess. Oh, she's really? sick, bro. Oh my goodness. Ew, oh, it's not that bad. Are you? Ah! Wow. You putting it on for the people tonight, y'all. I love you. Hey, I love you too. But you putting on for the people. Wow. Get off my dime. So, we're going to go ahead and kick this show off, man. We got a, a, a great couple tonight, man. I'm going to let my wife introduce them, man. But uh, these people 
are movers and shakers. They have they have an interesting story. They have a blended family just like us. So I'm excited to hear about their journey, how they started, their whole history. Because I don't want to feel like I'm in this thing alone with this blended family. You what, feel me? Really? Anyway. Go ahead, baby. So, guys, our special guest tonight, they are they're they're flat out phenomenal. I really um enjoyed they have the great energy, great great spirits. We met them actually in one of our um, business ventures um, and they um, they just truly have hearts of gold, guys. We've um, you know, we've been to their house. We have, you know, worked with them. Like I said, we've um, partnered with them in business. Um, they are in, um, have great careers. They enjoy helping people, guys. And they love the two-step. Not the, not the, the kids two step but they got their dancers guys so it's mm. absolutely from uh phenomenal so without further ado bernard and kenya jackson are y'all in the building <laughs> hello 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 thank you guys welcome welcome thank you guys so much for being on Beyond the Vows and coming to hang with our Beyond the Vows family tonight. We definitely appreciate you. And before we jump into the questions, um, you guys just introduce yourself and um, you know, tell the Beyond the Vows family a little bit more about you. Well, my name uh, again is Bernard Jackson, my lovely wife, uh, Kenya Jackson. And uh, we just, we, we have, I have a background in business development uh kenya has a background in uh in the health field uh and we've just been blessed uh had situations that that, that gave us opportunities to come into the same space and as soon as uh, she got into my space i decided that this is where she needed to stay so i started setting up boundaries so that she couldn't get away and before you knew it she's all mine What's up, Kenya? Hello. Uh, my husband introduced me, Kenya Jackson. And uh, like he said, I have a background in uh, healthcare, basically, actually nursing. So I've been nursing for ooh, 13 years, well, almost 14 years. Uh, got a master's degree level in uh, advanced practice nursing. And has been doing that for about four years. So, love to dance, danced all my life, pretty much ever since. Probably since I was about three, I can remember like little bits and pieces of just dancing when I was that young. And you know, um, grade school danced, junior high, you know, cheerleading dance, and high school dance team. And actually, uh, when I was in college, I was on a, uh, I was in an African dance troupe. And in church was on the dance team, so been dancing for for a long time, and that's how I, I met Bernard when I actually was introduced to partner dancing. So before it was really individual, you know, solo dancing and group dancing, and then I uh, went on to partner dancing. Did that started doing that in two thousand thirteen, I think. Yeah, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Amazing! Amazing! So I gotta ask. I know you was about to get into it. So when y'all met each other for the first time on at the dance right it was on the cruise on the cruise okay so Mm -hmm. y'all did the couples dancing right that's what it was yes more like partner dancing Uh, it 
Yeah, partner dancing, uh, because, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be your significant other, but uh, it is a dance made for two. Um, the, Were y'all accidentally paired together? Did y'all actually pick each other? Or how did it, how did this, how did this come about? You go ahead. You tell me. But we were on board a, a, a dance cruise, uh, and I was one of the instructors there on the cruise. Um, and Kenya was uh, one of the people who had signed up to uh, participate in, in the dance. And uh, I tell you, actually, at that time, when we, when we were on the cruise, I was actually with someone else. Uh, and Kenya, she, she was single and lovely and just doing her thing, free spirit. And well, I try not to tell everybody about this, but I guess I'm telling everybody right now. Uh, I did my best to avoid even looking in her direction because all I could see was I was going to get myself in trouble. So, I mean, if, if you find yourself, if you're with someone and you're trying to do right, and then you see someone who you're just extraordinarily attracted to, I said, time to run. It's like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't be around, but she, she was in the classes and she was just doing her thing. She was just dancing. And sometimes I tell people she was just trying to woo me, but, uh, I'm not even sure she she knew who it was, <laughs> but you know, I, I, when when that relationship that I was in actually ended, you know, I, I spent some time by myself, but constantly remembering Kenya, and it's like, let me see how I can put myself in her space. So, I, she she tells she tells a, a story about uh, how we wound up together, and I, I kind of like the way she she said she say it because it's true. Uh, how did y'all keep in touch after the cruise? Okay, so on the cruise, like he stated, he was with someone, and honestly, I didn't even know they were together until like the mid cruise. But I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't like trying to get with him or anything like that. I was I went with a a friend of mine. Her and I, we just wanted to dance and wanted to have fun. I wasn't looking for anybody. I'm not, it's definitely not anybody that's, you know, with somebody else. So I just, you know, just, I just did what I, what I normally do. Just be me. Right. But he, him and I danced, uh, we, we danced because he was the instructor, you know, and you, you know, obviously you know, as a single person, oh, he's a nice looking guy. And like I said, I didn't even know that he was, you know, with someone there until like mid cruise. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they were together, but you know, anyway, but we had danced and uh, we, there was something that I felt when we had this one dance and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, that was, that was interesting. So, you know, I just left it alone, you know, continued on the cruise, mind my own business and went home after the cruise. I lived in uh, the Houston area. He lived in Austin. So we, we were not close by, we didn't live near each other. He did, uh, we did exchange numbers because he was, you know, giving information about the next events. He was one of the organizers for the cruise and he was the dance instructor. So, and he took the, took a lot of pictures. So he, you know, got my information and sent me pictures of, you know, all the pictures that he took on the cruise. Well, that was 2013. 2014, I started my master's program. That was January, 2014. So y'all, I really wasn't thinking about anybody. I was like, it, I, you know, I'm starting my program. This is about school, you know. And we, he sent me a text like, now the cruise was in 
October, October 31st, 2013. And he sent me a text like January, February saying, Hey, I just wanted to say hi, see how you're doing. You know, uh, did you get your pictures? Da da da, you know, just you know, small talk. And I was like, sure, yeah, here, you know, and I just left it alone, right? And that was like, and then maybe, maybe a couple of months after that. He sent another text asking if I was going to some big dance event that they usually do in Las Vegas. And I was like, no, I'm not going to that. I'm in school, you know. Mm -mm." Then in June, he sent me, no. Okay, so when I was in school, I was still uh, working at my, um, I was a nurse, not, I was nursing at an outpatient surgery center. And I was, uh, I was the, also the infection prevention nurse. So they would send me out on conferences. So I was in Anaheim, California. And so I get this message on my phone. I'm at, I'm at the conference and it was him talking about, hey, I was just calling to say hi and see how you're doing and wanted to know if you would be able to travel with me to Baton Rouge to teach a class. I was like, what? I needed help. I, hey, I feel you, but no, she wasn't getting it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I was like, wait a minute. First of all, I I did Houston two-step. He taught Dallas Fort Worth swing out. So I wasn't really, you know, that familiar with DFW swing, which I, you know, I did a little bit of, but I was like, first of all, why are you asking me? I don't even really know how to do DFW swing like that to be helping you teach a class. Two, I'm in Anaheim, kind of California. So I called him, you know, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm in Anaheim, California. He was like, well, maybe you can help me on the next one. And I was like, okay, and that was June. And then August, no, no, not August, July, he called me and we we just started talking on the phone in July, like back and forth talking. I was on a mission. Hey, yeah, he, he was, was on, on a mission, mission man. Bro. And, and, <laughs> he knew what he wanted. He was dropping them dimes off. He was dropping the message. She was like, she wouldn't, she wouldn't get it. Bernard is resilient and persistent. She didn't say absolutely not when, when she was in California. It's like, it wasn't a no. It was a, I'm sorry, I wish I could. And I, I wish you could. Let me give you another chance then. Okay, so when did so when did it become official? When did you guys, uh, you know, I know you guys started talking more, but when when were you guys like, okay, let's, let's do this? Because I know you guys have been in previous relationships, you guys have a blended family. So when did y'all were like, okay, let's let's make this thing official? So in July we started talking more. In August, now we hadn't seen each other since the cruise in October. Okay. So in August there was a dance event here that it was a weekend thing. So he came to the the dance event, and from that night, it was a it was a two night event so friday night and saturday so the friday night was the first time we had seen each other since the cruise and we he came to the dance we danced pretty much all you know we danced a lot that night we took some pictures and we went out to um that night we went out to ihop after the dance we went to ihop and we talked uh, at ihop and we sat in his car at the IHOP in the parking lot after we had eaten everything, I don't know, for a couple of hours listening to music and talking about music and just talking. And the next night was the other part of the dance. Now he still lived in Austin. So he had drove down to Houston for the dance. He went back that night. Had to work that next morning. He had to work the next morning. 
Then he came back that Saturday night for the dance, and we we spent we, we you know we uh, was together doing a dance, dance together, and then that night we uh, went over to this Marriott in Memorial City, and we were there listening to music again. He brought you know we danced a little bit at the Marriott, so we didn't necessarily call it official at that night, but we knew we were gonna we were gonna date. So. In September, a couple of weeks later, I went out to Austin and I was like, after that, I went, there was a dance there and I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is going to be official. She, wow. she still wanted to be, she, she took a trip to California and uh, there was, there was actually a stepping event here in Houston. Oh, no, that was Chicago. And, oh, Chicago. Yeah, she went to Chicago. Well, I came down, uh, as though I came for the event, but I really came because I wanted to see her, but she was out of town. So I stayed over in Houston that night. And when she didn't know I was here, when she got home, I was like parked outside of her apartment and, you know, her stalker vibes could have went off and everything <laughs> could have went wrong right then and there. Okay. So I was like, but I, I was packing gifts. I, I he can't pack gifts gift. and flowers. Okay, you had some. We had talked, you know, and I knew he was going to be coming, so, but I wasn't expecting him to be there when I got home. I was like, what? You know, you know. initially I was like, mm. I, you know, I get on the side, I like, why are you here while I'm just not getting home? And then he had, he had gifts and things, so, you know, it was like, and I knew, uh, I knew anyway, so it was like, Okay. I do gotta ask. Gonna, I know this question is probably gonna be tacky, but I gotta ask. So Bernard, you didn't hit her with you do you didn't hit her with I do give private lessons. <laughs> um no, that wasn't it. It was more on the side of, you know, if you help me to instruct, then of course I'm gonna be teaching you. So I'm gonna have to teach you a little bit more because she was more of a beginner. And so we got to spend some time together so that we can develop our chemistry. And I'm, I'm going to help you to come along so that you'll be able to teach along with me, not just be there for demonstration. So, okay, awesome. You went all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> more calculated. Just, yeah. Super smooth. Super smooth. Oh my goodness. Now, Bernard, how did you start? Like, where does your love for dance came from? I know Kenya mentioned that she remembers doing it as a young child and throughout, you know, school and college and such. Uh, but what about you? Where did your love for dance come from? I, I have a, a kind of a big family. My parents both like to dance. And so there was seven children, you know, four, uh, five boys, two girls, and we made our own fun. And one of those fun things that you can do when you're financially not at the top is you can stay at home and you can put the music on and I mean, as kids, we just danced around and uh, those things in your kids that you that you you praise them for. Those are the things that they tend to gravitate towards. And that was one of the things my mom used to love to, to watch me dance. So she'd almost invite people over and say, come here, Bernard, come here, come here. Y'all watch him, watch him. So <laughs> I, I, I'd get out there and I just start shaking. You know, if I look back, we actually had some videos. She ain't seen them. And when I look at it, it looked like I was on fire or something and just trying to find a way to get it out. But, you know, my mom, she was really <laughs> proud of that. Oh, and then, you know, 
just dance throughout with that was that was in a small town uh atlanta texas when we had an opportunity to get out we went out to dance at the little parties and stuff and uh in high school i entered into a couple of uh dance competitions and won and then uh my my brother actually learned how to do DFW swing dance. He lived in Dallas and I lived in Austin. Every time we would go to Dallas, he'd be like, come on, come on, let me show you some steps. Let me see. So I started doing the dance in 2002 and I lived in Austin and there was no one in Austin who knew how to do the dance. So I danced by myself from 2002 to 2007, just getting down the basics and learning. So. That, that's what kind of helped me to be the kind of dancer that I am, is the fact that I can't tell you I'm really, really good and fast. I just had four years to get the basics down before I ever had to show anybody whether I was good or not. So by within four years, you're either good or you're handicapped. So. Oh my goodness, wow, that is absolutely amazing. And so what made you turn that into you know, being a, an instructor and doing like the dance cruises and, and things like that, just, yeah, making that transition to helping others. Well, just, just like my brother, I mean, we've always enjoyed dancing. So at the time I was actually teaching martial arts, um, had won a couple of competitions, state championship here in Texas and California, but martial arts, it hurt if you do it right. Uh, if before I became extraordinarily proficient with it, it hurt real bad. So by that time I, I had started teaching and, you know, I, it just didn't hurt as much to teach dance. Uh, when, when people asked me if I would teach because I, I was pretty good, my brother was excellent and I was just taking after him. Uh, I was pretty good. And it was like, hey, will you teach? Uh, would you mind teaching me? Can you do some private? I knew that in order to be an instructor, that meant you had to promise to be in a certain place at a certain time every week, whether people showed up or not. So I was like, no. And I said no for like probably about nine months to a year until a really good friend of mine asked me. She kind of moves got me in the way that I got Kenya in. Uh, it was like, no, 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 I just need your help. If you could just help me for like maybe three or four weeks. And here we are, that started in 2009. So here we are like 12 years later and I'm still teaching. It, it just started off with me helping my friend, but I absolutely love it, a absolutely love it. Amazing, amazing. So have you won any dance competition? Uh, yes. I, I entered several competitions, uh, placed first, second, or third in every competition that I've ever been in. Uh, Kenya and I, we, we did a couple of, uh, I want to call it competitions, but it really wasn't. <laughs> it's a, it was this showcase competitions when we were uh, teaching workshops out in Vegas and, you know, one year we, we went in thinking, you know, this ain't nothing. It's just a bunch of friends getting together and someone else entered into the competition and they won. And we were actually the instructors. And it was after that, it's like, never again. Mm -mm, nah, we go, no, no one's going to beat me as an instructor at my venue. <laughs> right. So, you know, 
The next year we came out and just blew it out the water. Well, they were instructors also. They just weren't instructors at that event. Okay, okay. Give yourself some more. Now, the other thing is I had, I was in like five other competitions also. So by the time we got to our, and that, that was my fault. By the time we got to our competition, I was a little, I was like, oh, okay, I probably shouldn't have done that because now I'm I'm real tired. <laughs> and it was really bad because it was like, don't worry, y'all are just going to showcase because no one else is entering into the competition because, yeah. you know, pr pretty much people were scared to enter in against us until the, these other people showed up and it's like, we'll do it. <laughs> so so yeah. now we're not just showcasing, we're competing. Yeah. And that was that was something different in the other couple. They, they were ready and we weren't. Ready, ready. Now, yeah. dance so, is it's an amazing art. Um, but I know that there's so many couples out there who want to do it, but they think about the stereotypes. They, they, but fear stopped them. So, what advice would you guys give to someone to, you know, who, um, you know, has thought about it, but they're like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. I got two left feet. Oh, that's great. You got two. I only had one when I started. No, no, no. I'll tell you, I, I, I can get it. No, I, only had, I only had one left foot when I started. You were a foot ahead of me. I'm speaking for other people. No, I'm speaking for the, anybody who tells me that. That's what I tell. Oh, you got two left feet? I only had one. So I don't teach people how to dance initially. I teach people how to walk in rhythm. When I say you got to learn how to dance, then they, they get this apprehension, but uh -huh. forget about dancing. If you can walk in rhythm. So if I saw you walk in here, all I got to do is teach you how to put that walk to a certain count. And because the dance is made, it was created to go with the way that you walk. So the turns, the moves, it's all based on which foot you're stepping on and wh where you are in the dance. And then it's like, one of the things that I really, we decided to turn the dance more into our ministry uh, instead of just the dance. So we can teach anybody. We can teach anybody. And I did teach just about anybody and everybody. But this dance, it has a personality. The personality was there before we ever started doing this dance. Um, it's a jazzed up version of an intimate ballroom dance. Intimate. It's close. And sometimes when when you're like just a stranger, you get nowhere else on this planet. Do you walk up? Can you walk up to a stranger, take them in your arms and take their hand? And this is where you are within three minutes. Well, you may not without going to jail. <laughs> so I this agree. dance encourages you to just walk over to a, a stranger. Can I have this dance? And before you know it, you're now in an, in an embrace and you're close. And things happen from that. So we just I decided that I didn't like being the uh, catalyst for those things happening because some of those people were supposed to be with someone else. And, well, they just begin to believe that stare in the eye. So we decided that we were going to focus on couples while we taught this dance, because there's a whole lot in the dance that actually relates to relationships mm -hmm. and partners and uh, roles in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I try not to offend people, but my, the way that I see roles in a relationship is the way that God told me, not the way that the news tells me and current media tells me 
you know, I'm, I'm a single mom, I'm a single parent. So, you know, I take charge. That's great. That's great. Uh, <laughs> you do what you feel you need to do. But in this dance, there is a leader, there's a follower. And if you have two people trying to follow, then it's just two people standing on the floor, right. bored, looking at each other. If you have two people trying to lead, then you've got a fight on your hand. <laughs> and that's the way it is in relationships. So yeah. it's pretty much this dance with the, with the male most of the time being the leader and the lady being the follower. The dance is all about the lady. But the man has to it's his responsibility to make her look good and feel good. It's the male's responsibility to take care of his partner. So otherwise, the man is just a clown. I can go out and put on a clown show. If the lady don't look good, don't feel good, then she's not coming back. She's, when you ask her to dance, she's going to find an excuse. And it's the same way in the relationship. If I don't find a way to, to lead her, to make her look good, feel good, feel comfortable, feel safe, then it's, it's just not going to work out as, as a dance goes or a relationship, in my opinion. Simply mine and God's. I will say that when I um, when, when I was learning how to dance, partner dance, it was different for me because I was used to either solo dancing, doing solos or group dancing. And it was really me having to be responsible for me in both situations. Right. So really, I had to lead myself. So it was it was a bit of an adjustment when I started doing a partner dancing because, you know, if I I pick up really quick. So if I know what to do, I'm going to do it, you know. And so I had to really learn how to follow the, the thing about Bernard. What I loved about his teaching and just the way he danced is it was easy for me to follow him in the in the dance. Now, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't, you know, try to, you know, do what I want to do sometimes. But I was he he was very much in control of the dance as he is with just his personality. And that's what, one of the things I love about his personality is he's very in control of just, you know, the manliness, you know, that's one of the things that I was attracted to is just the manliness. So I, when, when we danced, I, I let go. I was, you know, it was just easier for me to let go of my control. Cause I could be, I was look before I married him. Yes. I have um, a, a son. So my son is 27. So, and I was never married before I, I married Bernard. So I was a single mom. I was engaged, but that didn't work out, you know, but I was, you know, pretty much a single lady up until, you know, dated people, you know, off and on, but really single lady up until I was 44 when I got married to him. So I was, I was the boss. Okay. So I was used to doing everything for myself. And that's just, even as I grew up, I grew up very independent. You know, I took care of my brother. You know, I took care of things around the house. That's just who I was. And so even now, I still I'm still learning how to relinquish control and to, you know, allow my husband to lead just like he leads in the dance to lead us in our, you know, in our household. So and, you know, it, it takes work and you have to be committed to it. And, you know, sometimes, you know. I have to check myself 
sometimes they have to check me too. But you know, I have to check myself. Like, okay, Kenya. <laughs> I love it though. I love it, and I never calm it down. Got it. I don't know if you thought about it, babe. How um, you know with dancing, how there are roles, um, and you can't equate that and mirror that into you know the the biblical roles of a marriage. So yes. absolutely beautiful. And I know we got to get ready to go to break, guys, but. Oh, okay. um, I'm super excited about our next half of the show, um, but we will be right back um, as we continue to chat with Bernard and Kenya Jackson, guys. Life is better when you are living on purpose, but many times we get stuck in the rat race and in the mundane task of our day-to-day lives, causing most to lose sight of their purpose. That's why certified life coach, inner healer, and business strategist LaFlower Bowie is here to help you get calibrated to your calling through proven systems, techniques, and resources. Order a copy of her book, Principles to Reposition, to assist you with your journey or schedule a free clarity session to kickstart the journey. After these sessions, clients have stated they found clarity and open their eyes to things they had long forgotten. So get social and follow LaFlower on all social media platforms at LaFlower Bowie. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to uh, Beyond the Vows. We got the Jacksons. Super awesome. Hey, but now I got to ask this question. I know you said you helped anybody and everybody that comes, but has there been somebody you say, you know what, I can't help you. You really do (laughs) that. You do have two left feet. I, I, I can't. I can't. It's gonna take too long. One person. Really? There's been one person, and it's not that I gave up on him. He gave up on himself. So I, I felt like if he's if he stuck around, he was gonna get it. Because, but it was a little challenging for him, though. Uh, it, it was. It was very challenging for him. It. it he. He's being nice. He like. Uh, if you, you know, if you can't clap to the beat, if you can't nod to the beat, you know, when every when everybody else is doing this and you're like, <laughs> yeah, he can't find that rhythm at the beat. Uh, yeah, that was really really challenging for him. But you know, he he gave it that old Boy Scout try, and then he gave it the sprinters run. Uh, so. <laughs> he just gave up after a while, but that's only been one person in twelve years. Awesome. So, and one of the things that we that that uh, we did was Kenya and I we created a instructional video. Nice. So during the COVID season, uh, the pandemic uh, r- pouring, uh, we actually closed our class down. We quit teaching face to face. But what I was, what I did was, I still sold the videos, the uh, instructional videos, to people, because that our, our beginners instructional video has probably equivalent to somewhere between six to nine months worth of lessons uh, in two hours, because the information never changes. Just when you're doing classes, you got to repeat it every week until they catch on. With the video, we do it one time and you watch it until you get it. <laughs> so. Uh, we sold the video until if you have any issues after that, you and your partner get together because I did, the, I showed the male part, she showed the female part, and then we showed how you get together with it and how, how the guy's supposed to lead and just a little bit of information about how she follows. And so if you have any problems with it, then call us. We'll set up a Zoom to see if we can help to get you beyond whatever the situation may be that's causing you a problem. 
now? Well, uh, they would uh, have to give us a call and uh, my phone number is pretty much everywhere in the world. So I have no problem sharing it here as well because it's on every flyer from Las Vegas to Baltimore, Texas. It's all over the place, California. So uh, area code 512-415-5713. So they- One more time, Bernard. Uh, area code 512-415-5713. Five seven one three. If they give me a call, then I can take that video. Uh, we take Cash App, Venmo, Zelly, and we drop that video in the mail to them, and uh, they get started as so as soon as they pop it into the uh, into the into the television or into their computer. Sweet, so. sweet. Well. I'm excited. I hope you guys pick that up and reach out to Bernard and Kenya so that um, y'all can start dancing, start two-stepping and, and um, you know, being able to look into each other's eyes. I know we got to pick one up. I should have got one when um, <laughs> you guys showed it to me so long ago, but um, we definitely going to reach out and get one. So I do have to ask you guys, what would you say um, is the secret sauce to your, your, your marriage? Um, and I guess what word would you use to describe your relationship? I know that's a two-part question. Loaded I like loaded questions. So first, what's your secret sauce? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would have to say maybe the secret sauce is that we have, uh, we like to, we like some of the same things. We okay. like dancing. I think that it's important that you and your um, spouse, significant other, that you share uh, something that you enjoy doing together, whether it be skating, uh, video games, whatever it is that you all find that you enjoy and you love, I think that's important. When I was, when I wrote down, because I, you know, I wrote down my little list of what I wanted, you know, and one of the things that I wrote on my list was he has to love to dance. Wow. And God sent me a man that loves to dance because I love to dance and I, I couldn't see myself with someone. I mean, I don't know, but I just feel like if I had someone that you just, just didn't want to dance and didn't, I, I don't know how that would work out with me because, <laughs> you know, I love to dance. I, I would say that's one thing. And then just obviously, you know, uh, being a couple that believes in God and, uh, they, that we lean on God, prayer. I think probably every couple will say prayer, you know, is one thing because, you know, uh, marriage is, it's not easy, you know. It, it is a commitment and it is a choice to get up in the morning and love your spouse regardless of whatever thing that they did that upset you or, uh, you know, because we have our own attitudes and dispositions especially when you get to being in your 40s and you know you you didn't live your whole life as you know one you know what i'm saying and then you come together with someone you have to it's a choice to you know to say hey you know what that you know that kind of burned me up but this is where we are this is this is who i'm gonna be with forever for better for worse so one of us you know close our eyes and go on to glory this is what it is so either I need to get myself together or, you know, 
because what's the point of being just all, you know, mopey face for the whole day? You know, that's it's just really a matter of uh, praying and allowing God to give you the peace, which I say the peace that passes all understanding, you know, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So, yeah, first and foremost, we are we are believers. You said that one thing. Uh, can I have two? Can I get two? <laughs> that one thing, as Kenya said, is you, you have to have a standard. If I'm wrong and she's wrong, somebody's right. If I'm right and she's right, somebody's right. And so we say, let God be the truth and every man be a lie. So whether I like it or not, if God said it, that settles it. Uh, so we, we have a standard. And then beyond that, for me, you know, I'm talking about the, the dance and, you know, the man is the lead and the lady follows. Well, when the Bible tells you that the man is to love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for he he gave up the right for the wrong to be right, to be exactly what he was supposed to be. So. It's more important to me to be happy than to be right. It's more important to be in this relationship with her than to, to have my, my light shine. So it's, there's nothing more important than this relationship. And that includes what I think is right. So I, I, I yield whether I think I'm right or wrong, part of part of my strength, I believe, for being a leader is it's kind of this idea that, that from business, rarely is the most wealthy person in the room the smartest person in the room. He was just smart enough to get the smartest people in the room. Yeah. So there are many things Kenya do better than me. And for me to insist that I take charge and leadership over that would be for me to be a fool. So <laughs> I, she was doing very well when she met me and I was doing all right. You know, I used to be a troll under a bridge. I met her and look at me now. So, I mean, she, she made me a better me. <laughs> she made me a better version of what anything I've ever been. And I, I, I have to give her credit for that and recognize that I don't want to be whatever I would be without her. So, it's to to put her behind God to put her first. I love it. I love it. I love that you guys' awesome. faith is so strong in the foundation of your marriage um, because it, it is vital. It is important, um, especially if you are a believer. And I think that's where some of the believers where we we get in sticky situations because we we're believers, but we don't apply the principles and have God as a part of that foundation in our marriage or in our relationships. So amazing. Thank you guys so much for sharing. So now we're going to transition to um, let's uh, tonight. Let's talk. Little game we like to play. Um, so um, got, a, <laughs> got a couple questions. They're going to make you think a little bit. Um, and so the questions are, I want you guys to answer the questions for each other. 
So me and Marcus are answer for each other, then you guys answer oh, wow. for each other to each other. I should say that not on behalf of each other, but you, your responses to your spouse. Okay. So, um, first question is, do you see any similarities between me and either of my parents or uh, me and either of your parents? <laughs> if so, what are they? So, do you see any similarities between me and either and either of your parents? If so, what are they? You wanna go first? Oh, you're gonna put me up. <laughs> yes, a lot of similarities in both your parents. I know your dad was a hustler, he was a grinder. I know that he was an entrepreneur. Um, and that's how you watched him move. Mm -hmm. and watched him operate and that's how you got that entrepreneurial spirit now you have this nurturing um side that i, I, I you definitely get for your mom mm -hmm. um i i would say you're like a, a shark when it comes to your dad <laughs> but it's like you have really? those, those moments of like uh being kind of procrastinate and and, and kind of reserve and fall back kind of like your mother and then I guess it helps balance them out, and that's why those two found each other. I can definitely see the similarities in both your parents. You call me a shark, package. I'm shark? <laughs> you have your thing, you be out there and get it. I'm not a shark. <laughs> okay. I prefer, like, sniper. Mm. <laughs> What's the difference? Guys, snipers are more, sharks are messy. Mm. Snipers are well-trained. They're patient. Yeah. And they don't waste their shots. You're going to take the shot. You're going to make the shot. Absolutely. Okay. So, it's my first card. You can win. Thank you. Oh, all right. Thanks. So, let's see. Of course, I see um, your parents in you. <laughs> um, I see dad. No, For physically, example, I look like my father. Yeah. You look exactly like your father. However, you're 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 stocking up on stuff like that. Um, how many how many deodorants do you have now? Uh, my dad has always been those type of people where he's like um he's prepared for anything. He's prepared for the end of the world, he's prepared for a hurricane, he's prepared for the water dad to stop. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So he has his he he double triples up on everything like I, so how many deodorants do you I don't have? know a lot so have, I just like to stay prepared he's taught me how to stay prepared not just live on just you gotta be having extra just in you case. do you do but when I saw the extra shipment come in the other day <laughs> I didn't press the button on that one oh, I, was so I was like you are you just ordered like six yes yeah okay and then with mom i see mom and you um of course because you know she's kind of more isolated sometimes man my mom up. is a herpes she stays in a herpes crab she stays in and so i gotta pull area. you out of your out of your your crap nation sometimes yes, yes. get you involved my mother is very antisocial um, yeah but you're getting much better so you guys, Jacksons, <laughs> what do you guys see? Well, well, I'm 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 going to start uh, by passing it over to Kenya because 
by the time Kenya met me, both of my parents had already uh, passed away. Uh, so pretty much all she knows about my parents are stories that she's heard. So maybe she can compare some stories to me because she didn't get an opportunity to meet the wonderful, marvelous people who are responsible for me. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> wish I, I could have uh, met his mom and dad. His mom and dad, they were together uh, until yeah, his dad passed first and then his mom after his dad. But um, just from things that I've heard Bernard talk about, and as far as his dad, uh, his Bernard used to tell me all the stories about all the different things that his dad did. He was a, a jack of all trades and a master of most. So he did a lot of things. He knew how to do a lot of things. He was very smart. And uh, I see, I know Bernard is very smart. I mean, Bernard tells stories about when he was a little boy, he taught himself how to read. That was another one of the things that his parents were really proud of him for. And then he got a scholarship to college. You know, he was, he grew up in a small town. So he, his dad was um, very intelligent, even though he didn't even, he, I think he only had a grade school education. Sixth grade. Sixth grade, but he very intelligent. Uh, and just knew how to do a lot of different things. And I, Bernard, I mean, if he tells you all uh, some of the things that he's done, you'd be like, how, how, you know, how did you do all that stuff? Martial arts, dancing, work for the state, work, you know, for Dale. I mean, he's just done and knows how to do a lot of things and business development and uh, uh, ordained minister. So he's, you know, just knows how to, do, and knows how to do a lot of things well. So, and then his mom, I wish I would have met his mom because he now the third that he tells about his mom <laughs> all the time. My mama was mean. My mama was mean. You know, he just told you know he loved his he loved his mama. Uh, you know, and I wish I would have been able to meet her. But he just talked about she didn't she didn't pull no punches when it came to you know people. You know, they were scared of Ivy Lee. You know, they people she was saying what she needed to say. That's him, you know. Now, Bernard seems kind of, you know, he's nice and he is very nice, gentle, lovely man. But, and I really haven't, I've seen maybe a couple of times that, you know, he was like, you know, I was like, what did you just say that to people? And, but he, you know, he can be a little, you know, brash at, you know, at times, especially before me. Cause I mean, even somebody commented to me one day like oh i was I, I was i was at first i was worried about you that's because they didn't know me so they were like i was you know because bernard you know he can you know he can be kind of you know rough around the edges and you know but i see you can take care of yourself and i was like yeah and i was like what, what are they talking about you know so, so i would say but his mama that she didn't play she you know basically one of those things so Okay, okay. Uh, I sense no lies in that. It's all true. <laughs> no lies detected. Uh, and but pretty much, uh, I, you'd swear that uh, we were raised by the same mama. Uh, <laughs> her mom is not mean. Her mom is no nonsense. Mm. She, she. Oh, okay. 
Kenya is no nonsense. I mean, she's she's who she is. She knows what she knows, and she'll take that much <laughs> before she's back in. She, she'll really she'll more retreat to her world before she lets you know how messed up your world is. But if you if you catch her at an off moment when you know, let's just say she might not be prayed up completely. <laughs> prayer, prayer tank at seventy five percent. Oh my god! Carolyn's gonna show up, and it's like before you know it, you've been told and you completely understand that you there was an error in your ways. Mm, that and don't happen often. <laughs> Her mother's a beautiful lady, and I love her. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, really, really. Initially, her mom was like, I'll just say a mouthful, and it was like, wow. What? And I used to just, I mean, sometimes I tell her, you need to call your mom so you I can know, get a good laugh. You know she might be watching. I hope she's watching. I thought her mom was a mouthful, and I would be like, call your mom so I can get a good laugh, because she she tells the truth about life, period. It doesn't matter who's doing it, where it's being done, her mama gonna tell it. And, you know. It'd be, it be funny. It'd be yeah, funny. yeah. And, you know, Kenya, she, 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 she's accidentally funny. She just be talking and I, I, be, I, I be in tears. I mean, I, it's like, oh. I don't know where it comes from. It's just all true. And, you know, what do they say? Uh, tragedy plus time equals humor. Uh, so she cuts out the time sometimes, though, so it's just funny. Oh <laughs> it. And oh then uh, her, I, I, I just, I'll just say from her dad, we we haven't spent a lot of time interacting with her dad. You know, just us two together. But he is most definitely a man of God, and he stays prayed up. And you know, if you need a prayer to get through, <laughs> then I, I mean. I understand. I, I'm I'm the head of the house. I cover my family in prayer, and I don't believe that prayers bounce off the ceiling back towards you. You know when I issue them up, but I know that Kenya can get a prayer through. And it's like she's not one of those people who's like, "I'll pray for you, honey." And no, she said, "I'll pray for you." Chances are, within the hour, she's gonna be on her knees and calling on the Lord on your behalf. And or I might just pray. Let's pray right now. That's that's usually what. Yes. Yeah, it. yeah. It's like pray for me. Come on, let's pray. And you like, I don't want people. <laughs> no, right now, let's pray. Let's pray. And uh, yeah, so uh, definitely love that spirituality. And um, I, I hope it's okay to say this, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I love Kenya's legs. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know, track star, swimmer, what? And I look at her dad's legs and it's like, wow. You're like, daddy's legs. <laughs> so I mean, big like, muscles. Oh, and like, like, wow. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm not macking on her daddy. He's a handsome man. Now, uh, but I mean, yeah. yeah. That's our yeah. next question. Because we just uh, said uh, the next Lakes. question would be, what specific part of me do you never want? Do you never want to change? And I'm just gonna say, Kenya, I don't think Bernard ever wants you to change those legs, girl. No, no, no. 
Show them legs. Yeah. Show me a little leg. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, you know, she she can just sit down and cover them up as long as I mean, she's always gonna be the most beautiful, okay, most beautiful. So real quick, real quick, this show has been awesome. It's like flew by. It's the hour like, has gone. Like oh my wow. But I want you to tell the people where they can find both you people. I know we have your phone number. We dropped in the chat to uh, for the videos and things. So if y'all have social media, any platforms, anything, please tell the people where they can find you. Yes, we are at um, Kenya Jackson. We don't have a, a business platform on uh, YouTube or Facebook. We just Kenya Jackson. You can find on uh Facebook, Bernard Jackson, Facebook, um, email, uh, Birkin, B-E-R-K-E-N-D-S-B-T-R at gmail.com. You can email us also if you wanted to uh, send a message to us regarding the the uh, video. And um, yeah, what else? Well, when COVID hit, we slowed down in a dance, but we do have uh, another business that, that where we really work towards assisting other people to uh, develop their financial freedom. Um, so we work in the affiliate marketing uh, space where we do e-commerce and we're always looking for people who are, you know, young people who are ambitious, teachable, coachable. And so, you know, that phone number, 512-415-5713, or again, the, the email, B-E-R-K-E-N-D-S-B-T-R, for Birkin Distributor, at gmail.com. Distributor is, is just abbreviated D-S-B-T-R for us. Okay, okay. Birkin, Birkin. You said the, the email again. I was going to put it in the chat. You said Birkin. Um, yeah, got, it's yeah. B. It's, um, it's short for Bernard and Kenya. So Birkin, B-E-R and K-E-N. And then D-S-B-T-R at gmail.com. All right. I think I got it right. You guys can put it in the chat. You guys check it out. Yep. D-S-B. Oh, it's D S D S and David D S and yeah B and D S. The B is missing between the S and the T, so. Oh yeah, you guys can type it in. <laughs> we'll flash it up on the screen. Awesome. Uh, okay, awesome. so we've got the B. Awesome, 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 guys. There we go. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. We definitely enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed spending the last hour with us. We definitely appreciate it. Um, you got anything else, babe? No, it's been awesome, man. I'm definitely going to hit you guys up from the from the dance lessons. We need to hang out as well. That's an awesome story. I love it. Y'all motivated me to actually get out there and get active, too. I need to start dancing myself. Mm, so. mm. <laughs> love it. Love it. Awesome, guys. Well, Beyond the Boss family, thank you guys for hanging out with us again for the last hour and uh, chatting with our special guest, Bernard and Kenya Jackson. We definitely appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And remember, never settle. Always take it to the next level. Until right. next time, guys. Grace and peace. Good night.
Good night. Bye.